Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 2023. Today on Cars Yeah, we're celebrating the Palm event that takes place March 18th through the 20th at the Mar-a-Lago Club in Palm Beach, Florida. It's a weekend celebration of motorsports where guests enjoy amazing automobiles, gourmet food, fine wine, and breathtaking fashion, plus a rally all while raising money for a very worthy cause. Be prepared to be inspired. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. Today I'm in Boynton Beach, Florida, where the sun always shines, with a very special guest by the name of Alex Barry. Alex, welcome to Cars Yeah. Do you have any gear, and are you ready to release the clutch? I've always got it in gear, and I can't wait to release the clutch and uh, leave a trail of tire smoke. (laughs) There we go. I kind of think that's what's going to happen here. Now, before I give you a proper introduction and we talk about this wonderful event that you're involved with, what's one little thing that maybe people don't know about you, Alex? You know what? Uh, Here's one thing. I will watch old movies just to see the car in the old movies. Um, I just saw Clambake with uh, Elvis Presley the other day. There's another one called Kiss Me Stupid, and I'll I'll slow down the movie so I can see what the cars are. And then I actually look them up on the Internet Movie Car Database to see what car any cars that I don't recognize. So I'm constantly schooling myself on that. That car database is pretty darn cool, and I've used that many times when there's uh, an interesting car. Like you take Alfred Hitchcock's The Birds, and that car that they pull out and drive away at the end of the movie, the first time I went, what is that car? pretty sure that was an Aston Martin. It's a wonderful database for people who love cars like you and me and the rest of the Cars Yeah audience. Well, let me give you a proper deduction. We're going to dive into this very uh, soon to upcome event. Alex Berry has been an automotive enthusiast going back to his earliest memories. He started a career in television, first in production companies and then media sales with private production companies. Alex took a leap of faith with one of his television colleagues and founded Car Show Television back in 2013, which they ran through 2017. This enabled him to talk with a and film a very wide variety and a large number of car owners and car celebrities working from his home base in South Florida to shows all over the country, including Pebble Beach and Amelia Island. Alex can still be seen at many car shows and is often asked to hand out awards, to be a judge, and to MC some of these wonderful events. He has been the MC of the Palm event in Palm Beach since its inception back in 2015 and the FCA Palm Beach chapter of the Ferrari Concorso since 2019. We'll be back in just a minute, but first a word from our valued sponsors. We'll give them a little listen and we'll be right back. Covercraft's newest five-layer indoor cover is especially engineered for indoor use, providing maximum dust protection when your vehicle is stored in the garage. Your five-layer indoor cover is custom-tailored with Covercraft's attention to detail, form, and fit with the quality and attention to detail that's been their standard since 1965. Even if your vehicle is always inside, dust and fallout can damage the paint in an extra layer of soft, Breathable material protects from accidental bumps and rubs. Covercraft protects cars, trucks, motorcycles, RVs, trailers, and watercraft too. Every one of my vehicles is protected with a Covercraft cover, custom fit to fit the car like a glove. 
And I have a deal for you. If you use the code YEAH21 at Covercraft.com, you'll get 10% off your order plus free shipping. That's right, 10% off and free shipping. Simply use the code YEAH, Y-E-A-H-21, at checkout. Covercraft, protecting the things that move you. I was tired of my rates for my collector car insurance going up every year for no explainable reason. My carrier seemed to be turning into a media company versus an insurance company, and I realized that a portion of my policy premium was paying for all those so-called free media goodies. So I did my homework, I talked to knowledgeable collectors, shopped around, and discovered American Collectors Insurance. They've been serving the collector car hobby since 1976. You last that long by properly serving your customers' insurance need, not with a lot of fluff. ACI is ranked the number one online collector car insurance provider according to Google, Trustpilot, Facebook, and they offer their real person guarantee live support. No never-ending phone loops when you need help. Plus, because you don't use your classic car as a daily driver, you could save up to 40% compared to regular auto insurance. American Collectors Insurance provides agreed value policies. So if you experience a total loss to your collector vehicle or it's stolen, you'll be paid the amount listed on your declaration page, less any deductibles, of course. No ifs, ands, or buts. Give them a call today and ask for your free quote at 866-A-C-I-Y-E-A-H. That's 866-224-9324. Tell them you're a friend of mine, Mark Greens, at Cars Yeah. American Collectors Insurance, classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. So, Alex, we're back. So let's take a little deeper dive into your world. I'd love you to talk first a little bit about this uh, show that you did in the past, the car show television, and what that meant to you and how that got you involved in uh, the world of Concours events and car events and people and so forth, because you talked to a lot of different people. And then we're going to dive a little deeper into the Palm event in Palm Beach, which is a wonderful lifestyle event. Now, I had your uh, cohort, Scott Schrader, on the show not too long ago to talk about the event. But what, what was going on with the car show television show? Well, that was actually kind of an interesting story, Mark. I've been working in television again since uh, the late 80s. And one of the fellows I was working with in the um, production end, I noticed on Facebook was building his own electric car in his garage in Boca. And I was just fascinated watching. And it was a really cool, you know, fast car. And so we worked together to try to create this thing called high voltage hot rods, where we would take cool cars and, and use electric motors this is back in 2009, 2010. So this goes back a ways. We realized that the market was a little premature for that. And we thought, well, why not just open this up to everyone who loves cars? You know, since we go to a lot of events, let's base a show that is decidedly about going to car shows and talking to the car guys about their car, why they love it, you know, what makes them tick, why they chose this car, what it means to them, you know, emotionally and all those kinds of things. And so it was really, it wasn't like a reality show where they're doing a build and there's a reveal at the end. We wanted this to be really kind of folksy and really more for the car guys. So we put together 51 half hour episodes. Wow. They aired locally all over South Florida and in about a little under 20 markets. 
around the uh, the country as well. So we were really regional at best, but it was it was really more for the car guy that wanted to see real people talking about their cars and and you know hearing them start up and you know just getting good video about it. So that was really the idea behind car show television. Very cool. Now you work in the television world today, and we had a little pre-show chat, and I know we're going to talk about the Palm event, but I'd love to explain a little bit about because I found it really fascinating about what you're still doing in television today. Yeah, well, again, like I say, I started out at an NBC affiliate in West Palm doing production and, you know, uh, shows during the weekends and ran camera for the live news at 536 and 11, but uh, eventually found that my niche was really more on the sales side. So I started working with independent private TV production companies uh, here in the South Florida area where I basically take their branded product and create storylines Uh, around what I think is a topical and relevant theme. I go find organizations that have a vested interest in sort of, you know, educating people about that and then basically get them to participate on the show where there's a partnership involved. So that's that's basically what I've been doing. And what's the name of that company? It's called Viewpoint and the website is viewpointproject.com. And it's just sort of an interesting short form segment that's designed for uh, educational programming, educational television. Very cool. I love it. Well, let's talk cars here. The Palm event. When I had Scott on about a month or so ago, we talked about this event. I'd love for you to share a lot more about your involvement, because this is not just a Concours like typically we think of Concours events attending where you walk around, look at the pretty cars. This is a big lifestyle event, right? Yeah, exactly, Mark. And, you know, what really the first owner of um, the Palm event who owned it in the first two years before Scott purchased it. So it was founded in 2015, I believe it was. He was scrambling. He told me the idea behind it. I loved it. And the idea behind it, Mark, was to take, you know, if you're familiar with the Pebble Beach Concours, they have an event during Monterey Car Week called the Quail. And the Quail is a limited, higher-end, champagne lifestyle event that celebrates food and wine and a little bit of California savoir faire. And so the whole notion of the Palm event was to take a little bit of that California swagger and that sort of lifestyle with the palm trees and add a Palm Beach infusion to it, hence the name the Palm event. When Scott bought it, he we had a, a, a sort of a landmark watershed shed meeting a lunch one day at a, at a marina nearby. Uh, and he wanted to know if I was still going to be on board because what had happened was the original owner up until three weeks before the event didn't have an MC. Oh. And he had seen some of the shows and some of my hosting of the TV show of car show television locally. And so he asked me, I, he, I, don't, I think he ran out of options. I was sort of like the you know, plan D. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he said, would you be the MC? Well, I went in and I emceed it. And, you know, I, I don't pat myself on the back very often, but it was a perfect fit, Mark. You know how that is when you do something and it's just a natural. The people, the backdrop there at Mar-a-Lago and through all these different great places in Palm Beach. It just was a match made in heaven. And so I've never looked back. We're, uh, I've been doing it for seven years wow. uh, as the MC. And um, it went from us begging people to go to now we actually have gate crashers. And it is it, it, tra- it transcends the car world. Of course, it includes the car world, but it's like a Palm Beach society event that sells out. I mean, literally, you know, we get 
sort of to, to cherry pick, you know, who we want to have sponsor it. So it's a highly elegant, uh, very classy. There's a fashion show. There's music. There's electric violins. There's champagne. There's, you know, salmon stations and carving meat stations and Concord level cars, although they're not judged in the typical, you know, French judging that a Concorde might be judged. So it's got a little bit of something for everybody. Makes sense? It sounds absolutely wonderful. Yeah. And I'm familiar with the quail. I've been to that event many, many times. The quail has a whole different vibe to it. And it's so relaxing and enjoyable. You don't really want to leave, even though there's all these other events happening that day that you kind of feel like you want to go see. So this, this happens over one day or multiple days. It actually happens over three days, and this year it happens March 18th, 19th, and the 20th. The 18th is the kickoff party. The kickoff party typically is, you know, where everyone kind of gets to uh, know each other. There's a DJ, there's hors d'oeuvres and cocktails, and it's, uh, you know, an evening thing. This is going to be at an amazing uh, super yacht marina backdrop. In fact, at the same place where Scott and I had that watershed meeting at Rybovich Marina. So I'll be emceeing, helping people to have fun. I like to have fun. And I like people to have fun. And so it's the perfect job for me. So that's the Friday night. The Saturday is the vintage rally where we have a limited number of cars that can enter in. They start off in Palm Beach at a hotel on the ocean with champagne and a beautiful catered breakfast. And then they stop at landmark locations throughout the tour of the day and then end up having lunch at the legendary Sailfish Club on the north end of uh, Palm Beach Island, which is a sumptuous, wonderful backdrop. It's a beautiful day for people to get in their cars and actually let them breathe. Then the Sunday, the 20th, is on the field at Mar-a-Lago, where it looks like a very, it's a very eclectic, high-end car show you'll see, you know, uh, everything from great American 50s cars to brass era cars to the super hyper cars um, that are brought in by you know multi-billionaire collectors so there's a, again as I said it's it's an electric eclectic mix it's all really high quality and uh, there's something for everyone which everyone always seems to have a great time and it's emceed I hear by this guy who's really like low key and kind of not very energetic <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Maybe I should uh, maybe I should take a pain pill or something. <laughs> you are one so. excited guy, but you know this is a is one of those events that is so cool. And of course it takes place at the famous Mar-a-Lago. That's Trump's uh, facility there. The house itself, I've been there a couple times. It has uh, incredible history. It's in the most beautiful setting and absolutely spectacular. Is the president uh, show up at this event? Uh, he did last year. And, you know, I, I understand we live in an era now, Mark, and of course I won't get political and I, I know that's not the function of this show. And it's certainly not the function of the Palm event. But if you have to understand, I mean, the Mary Meriwether Post Pavilion, this was designed in the 20s by Marjorie Meriwether Post and yeah. her husband, E. E.F. Hutton. So this transcends anything that's political. It's a historic, landmark, beautiful, beautiful backdrop. And yeah, we've had uh, you know a, a couple of people of note that have uh, gone. I'm not much of a celebrity follower, but we've you know we're getting a lot of notoriety. And we did have the president walk through last year, and so that was an interesting experience too with the Secret Service. <laughs> I'll bet. Yeah, that brings a whole another level of things. I'm sure that means the gate crashers typically will not have much success when you've got exactly the Secret Service involved 
security is much higher in this event than it's been, especially during the period in between 2016 and 2020. The security was unbelievable. So Yeah, I'll bet it was. It really is one of the most beautiful settings in the history there of that home. And you can Google uh, Meriwether Post and the, the, the home and everything about it. It's really absolutely quite spectacular. So it sounds like a wonderful event. We're going to take a short break and thank our sponsors as we come back. I want to talk a little bit about maybe a challenge you've faced in your life. We'll get into that a little bit more, but sit tight and we'll be right back. Maybe have a little glass of champagne while we're gone. Auto Geek's Blackfire SiO2 Spray Sealant. It's a spray-on, wipe-off sealant that's quick, safe, and easy to clean and protect your vehicles. I love using it on all my cars. Auto Geek's Blackfire SiO2 Spray Sealant is a spray-on, wipe-away sealant that uses SiO2 ingredients to provide a slick, brilliant, and long-lasting shine. Silicon dioxide is known to be one of the most effective ingredients in car care products, and Blackfire Spray Sealant takes advantage of every stunning feature it has to offer. This sealant will protect your paint from road film, dirt, and other common contaminants while providing an impeccable, long-lasting, hydrophobic surface that forces water to sheet and bead on your paint for months. Go to autogeek.net to get yours and for the best product selections on the internet today, along with their skilled technical support. Autogeek.net is where I go for all my detailing needs. That's autogeek.net. Check them out today. I've discovered Linkage. It's a new quarterly publication and website that covers the automotive market, driving, restoring, collecting, and discovering your passion for motor vehicles. Linkage is about experiences, opinions, and values. Linkage is an actual, informed, reasoned opinion based on firsthand experiences. A talented Linkage team covers the automotive world the people who share your passion and mine, smart, considered, rational, and experienced opinions, ones you can learn from and grow. That includes our passion that drives auctions and the collector car market. So come with me and join us on this journey. And be sure to use the code CARSYEAH when you subscribe, and they'll give you $10 off. Boom! Linkage, geared for the automotive life. Subscribe today at LinkageMag.com. So Alex, I like to ask my guests this question. I want them, or you, I should say, to share a big challenge you've faced. Now, this could be in any aspect of your life, but the real reason for this question is how did you deal with it? And more importantly, what was that learning lesson that you carried away so you could come out of that in a positive way? Yeah, that's a great question, Mark. And, you know, I, I, I've, I, it's one of those things that you try to, you know, you have to kind of be very introspective, which I don't always successfully get. <laughs> I'm going to put you on my psychologist couch today and get you really yeah, introspective. <laughs> yeah, be careful what you ask for, Mark. I may be Uh-oh. wanting to sit on your every week now. Okay, uh, that's but, okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, I've, I've been told, I've, you know, I have friends that call me and say, is the doctor in? I need to talk about a car. I'm like, okay, I mean, <laughs> I'm listening to, to quote that uh, that TV show, but uh, go yeah, ahead. Yeah, <laughs> well, uh, you know, I had lost my parents and then gotten divorced very quickly. And then and then um, there was a year that kind of went by where I was a little bit like a, like a ship without a rudder. And then COVID hit. And I kind of lost confidence in my business and everything. And then about a year ago, a little over about eight, I don't know, maybe eight, 18 months ago, I started thinking to myself that, you know, I don't want to rest on past laurels. I want to really see if I can get back. And I, I just, you know, there were a number of people that were in my corner, not the least of which was uh, Scott Schrader, who was instrumental. He also is my financial wealth management mm-hmm. uh, individual. 
people. And so he was extremely encouraging as well as a few people at work. I kind of retooled because, you know, I'm an old dog, Mark. I mean, it's hard <laughs> to teach an old dog new tricks. And I've been in this game since 1994. So I had to really modernize my operations. I had I aligned myself with people who were very encouraging to me, including some co-workers. I ended up having the 2021, the best year that I've ever had since I started this in March of 1994. So it was a matter of kind of quite simply, Mark, taking my man pill, just, you know, man. <laughs> yeah. And saying, get yourself back in the game. And of course, once I hit my stride, you know, I never looked back. So I, I and I'm, I'm still continuing to have success through this day. And let me tell you, that has been emotionally. And, you know, we talk about a lot of, you hear a lot about like COVID and, you know, mental illness and people feeling depressed. And, you know, I kind of got the front end of that. I'm not saying I was sitting in a corner with, you know, a bottle of Jack Daniels and a revolver or anything like that. But I was, you know, I was not in my best and I was sort of trying to find direction. And this was really very helpful for me to kind of resuscitate my career to the degree that I did was extremely gratifying. Wow. I really appreciate you taking us to a, a really personal place. And my condolences for, for losing your parents, of course, and divorce is difficult for everybody sure. involved. If there was, you know, there's a listener out there, I'm sure, maybe one or two. We've got listeners in over 80 countries and tens of thousands of listeners every day on this show. And no doubt somebody's sitting there going, that's how I feel. How can I get out of this funk? How can I move forward? And the fact that you did it during a very challenging time, COVID, oh my gosh. So if there was maybe one lesson or one word of inspiration, encouragement you could give somebody who's dealing with similar type situations and they, they need to, you know, whether you call it your man pill or you need to reevaluate your life or step up, whatever it is, pull your boots up. What's one thing you could maybe tell a listener out there that really helped you get going? Well, you know, I, again, I think necessity is the mother of invention. I mean, I needed to feel whole again. And and one of the best ways for me to do that was to feel like I was earning my keep mm. and not just sitting on a couch somewhere. So I think you also mentioned before the show, you talk about, you know, certain inspirational quotes and so on. And, you know, one of them is uh, one that I use probably at least once a month. And it's from Wayne Gretzky. And it's the one where he says, you miss 100% of the <laughs> shots shot you don't take. Yeah. That's true in hockey, it's true in sports, and it's true in life. And it's like, if you don't step up and get in the game, you can't win. You've got to play in order to win. So that was one thing. And then the other thing was, you know, one thing I've, I've also sort of uh, loved is that notion of the best ability is availability. When you have people around you that care and are, you know, encouraging you and are available for you. And again, I, I don't want to turn this into, a, you know, a mutual admiration society with Scott Schrader. <laughs> but yeah. uh, but you know, here's an example of a guy who is, you know, he's my financial advisor, right? Yeah. And yet he helps me with all kinds of different aspects in my life because so many of them impact, you know, the financial quarter. So he doesn't have to help me with my mortgage issues or problems, but he does. Yep. Um, because, you know, he's there. He's there for you. So, you know, you want to be surrounded by people that care about you and that are there for you. And boy, I'm starting to sound like Dr. Phil, aren't I? <laughs> 
And that's okay. You know, these are valuable lessons and they're really important. And it goes back to something the listeners have heard a lot is we are the culmination of the the people we surround ourselves with. And it goes back to, you know, our parents saying, pick your friends wisely, Uh, pick people who can support you and are better than you and stronger than you that you can aspire to be uh, versus hanging out with a bunch of losers because you're going to end up just like them. So it's, it's all really good, good and great messages. My financial advisor, Chris, Hello, Chris, because I know he's listening. He listens every morning. Helps me, especially when it comes to uh, car things. But also, you know, if you're thinking about uh, pulling some money out and doing something, is that a good idea? Should I do that? How could I deal with this? And yeah, it's great to have those kind of people around us because it just gives you somebody who has a fiduciary type approach and has to, you know, their responsibility is to take care of you. They want you to do well. And so uh, I think it's a wonderful thing. Scott is an awesome friend to have for sure. And uh, now you're part of the Cars alumni with Scott. So that's a good, good group to be involved with too. Very nice. You know, this is Cars Yeah. So we got to talk about cars and I'd love for you to share a special vehicle story with me. Some type of vehicle that's been important in your life, Uh, but more importantly, share a little story about that ride. You know, I'll tell you one of the um, one of the things I, I grew up in a, a family. You know, my grandfather was one of eleven people selected by Alfred P. Sloan, who was then in 1925 the CEO of General Motors, for his brand new executive management program, where he was grooming executives uh, under him. So my my father, my grandfather, graduated three years early from Bowdoin College in Maine and was immediately brought into uh, Detroit and learned the ropes and how. To, you know, kind of in, improve dealerships across the Midwest, which was his territory. He got to be very successful. And when he retired, he got a Buick dealership and a Chevrolet dealership, even though most of his career had been working for Oldsmobile. So my father got a brand new demo Buick in the 50s every month. So my dad kind of a car guy, not as much as my grandfather or me, uh, but he had, you know, the early 1960s, he had a 64 Mustang convertible, a 66 Mustang convertible. And then my daily driver growing up as a teenager was a 1971 triple black Barracuda convertible. Oh, cool. So that was really, uh, uh, you know, a car that was, that meant a lot to me. But I think the one that was really critical for me was, you know, because I'm a sort of a big guy, I bought a 1966 Plymouth Sport Fury convertible that was powder blue inside and out with a black top. And it was just one of those things that sort of manifested those days for me. I was a a, a disc jockey at a local college radio station. You know, I had a full head of hair and, you know, I was able to have brand new music before it was even on the radio on cassette tape in my top down Plymouth Sport Fury driving (laughs) around Cape Odd. So that was sort of like the, that's the, the, I've always believed that cars are really, it's like clothing. It's, it's a reflection of who you are, what you drive. And I don't, I think this car manifested that self most with me. Ah, sounds cool. What, and in powder blue, <laughs> even cooler. You know, you got, you got the Wayfarers on and a freshly lit, you know, Marlboro red, you know, and you got uh, <laughs> prints on the stereo blaring. It was a great time in my life, you know. Yeah, it sounds like it. That's awesome. Great story. Okay, so we're going to get back on the psychology couch here again. All right, I'm going to do it to you again, Alex. But this time, <laughs> I want you to tell me what kind of vehicle you would be if you were manifest as a vehicle. But the really important part of the story is why. So how do you see the man in the mirror if he was a car? You know, gosh, that's a good question. I don't want to sound over overly complimentary to myself, but you know what? I, I guess I would probably be like a, like kind of a like a 1959 Cadillac Coupe de Ville convertible, which is big, 
not aerodynamic, a little bit sloppy, but flashy and over brimming with confidence and uh, like hopeful futures. <laughs> Nicely done. Ah, that was very good. I like it. Thanks. So, you know, a lot of the events, in fact, if not all the events, there's a charitable part of events. And I know for the Palm event, there is. Could you talk a little bit about what the Palm event does and who it raises money for to help? Yeah. And, you know, that's a great question, Mark. And, and honestly, this is one of the things that I've always loved about what my friend Steve Saffer calls it a brotherhood. And it really is. It's a brotherhood of people who, you know, have one common thing interested in, and it's the cars. And when, when we join, we're lucky to have the ability to go to these things. And so most of the car shows do have a charity involved. And I've worked with charities ranging from the pediatric oncology support team called Post to the Boys and Girls Club of Broward County to Wheels for Kids, which provides wheelchairs for kids. And they were one of our charities. But the one that we've been working with lately is Place of Hope. It's an area where we affect something like 17,000 people in the Palm Beach County area for kids who are abused or neglected. And being an MC of these events you know, I get a real, I really, really savor the opportunity to bring their representative forward and give them just an off the cuff interview and just talk about the passion of why they do what they do and, and how the people here today at this show can help support this worthy cause and that the money goes directly to the kids and not into some executives, you know, Porsche payment or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that gives me an immense sense of purpose and gratification to know that, and it's always great after the, the event when that person comes up to me and says, hey, thanks for, you really pulled out of me a lot of stuff that I normally don't say, and I want to thank you for that. So that's yeah. always nice to hear. Do they have a website, Place of Hope, where people could go and learn more? They do. It's just www.placeofhope.com. There you go. I'll make sure to put a link to that on Alex Shono's page. Go and check that out. A very, very worthy cause, especially when it has anything to do with helping children. Yeah, near and dear to my heart as well. So is there a great book that you'd like to share with our listeners that you really enjoyed? You know, I, I, most of the books, believe it or not, well, of course, this won't surprise you, Mark, but most <laughs> are automotive. And I've got so many of them. I must have hundreds of them. Yeah. People send me books about cars. Uh, I'll read them and I'll forget the title. One of my favorites was the history of Walter P. Chrysler, and that was really a wonderful thing. But just in, it, that's car related. I mean, just in general, mm -hmm. you know, I would say probably the most impactful books that I've read over the course of my life that are still as relevant or even more relevant today is really George Orwell stuff like 1984 and Animal Farm. I think it's fascinating, regardless of your political stripe, it, it really challenges you to kind of determine in your mind, you know, what is the role of government and what is the role of people and, yeah. and uh, how we all get along and live in a civil society. And I think it's a, it's, I think it's a good challenge, regardless of your ideology. Absolutely. All great books you've recommended there. So I'm a magic man, which enables me to enable you to go on what I call the ultimate drive. You can pick any vehicle. You can pick any person, living or deceased, to be with, and you can be driving anywhere. So what does the ultimate drive look like for Alex Berry? Well, you know what? I've always been a big fan. As you, I've already told you, I was a Mopar guy. I didn't have any choice. It put a fork in me. I was done. <laughs> when I was 16 years old and I'm driving to school every day, 
1971 Plymouth Barracuda convertible, yeah. I became a Mo- Mopar or no car guy uh, and have, have voraciously studied all things Chrysler since, well, since Reagan was in office. And so one of my favorite vehicles that ever came out was the Dual Gia, which was a study with Virgil Exner, who was the designer of Chrysler at the time, and his involvement with uh, Dual Gia Carrozzeria in uh, Italy. And they came out with the Dual Gia car. Ironically, I just saw it last night. I was watching an old 1964 movie called Kiss Me Stupid with Dean Martin. And all the Rat Pack guys all had the Dual Gias. And whenever I've seen them at Pebble Beach or wherever I've been, I've always been absolutely fascinated with this car, which is a drivetrain chassis and windshield and doors of a like a Dodge Polara D500 underneath, the rest of it is all beautifully sculpted by Italian designers. And it's just a, a great history car. So I guess that ultimate drive would be Frank Sinatra driving and me sitting in the passenger seat of a dual Gia driving down Big Sur and uh, having him tell me about show business. Oh my gosh, that would be fun. Yeah, yeah, I think you're the first person to pick Sinatra to be with, which I'm a little bit surprised, but maybe not. But the dual gear, yeah, can't you just see him in there maybe or heading out to his uh, Palm Springs house to spend a weekend with all of his buddies? Yeah, that would be pretty cool. I love those cars. God, they're just, they're so cool. So uh, you've taken us on a pretty darn nice ride today. I wonder if you could leave us with some Parting words of advice, an inspirational quote, or something that has great meaning to you? Yeah, you know what? I, I'm, I'm, uh, I, I'm. Th- that's one of those questions that really ends up uh, leaving you saying something fairly cliche. Like I say, I don't. I guess I beat you to the punch because my quote before was sort of, you know, you miss a hundred percent of the yeah. shots that you don't take. So I think I jumped the gun on you as far <laughs> as that. Question. It's a great quote, and I've heard it before, and it really is true. And. I, I always try to remember it when I might hesitate to do something that I kind of want to do, but I'm not so sure, or maybe being a little bit too careful. Yeah, you got to take 100% of the shots and go for it. It's a great way to live life. Uh, How can people learn more about the Palm event? Well, uh, they can go to thepalmevent.com. That's certainly the best way for them to check it out. And uh, they can you can acquire tickets there. You can learn more about each of the events that I described earlier. And, you know, you can see sort of how it's grown in time over history. There's a, there's a beautiful video of it and everything else. So it gives you sort of an idea of the feel of it. It's a wonderful website. So listeners, again, easy to find, thepalmevent.com. Uh, if you're going to be in the South Florida area coming up a little later this month, you, this is an event you got to get a ticket to. It's going to sell out. So you don't want to be a gate crasher when the CIA or the Secret Service, I should say, are involved. So uh, you need to get a ticket if you want to attend. It's going to be absolutely spectacular. A uh, big shout out to our mutual friend, Scott Schrader, for uh, introducing me to Alex. A great guy. If you missed my talk with Scott, go back and listen. You'll find it on the Cars yeah website. Alex, hey, thank you for spending some time with us today, for being so generous, for having so much excitement. You are one enthusiastic guy. I love talking with you. Until you and I talk again, my friend, I'll see you at the Palm event. Mark, it was an honor speaking with you and being a part of the Cars Yeah family and alumni. And again, thank you for for your time today. I really enjoyed it. I absolutely have to put your alumni pin in the mail. So there you go. Want to hear something crazy? Veterans work on billions of dollars of vehicles, planes, and engines while deployed, but they can't touch our car until they've obtained a certification and training requirements for employment 
back here at home. That's crazy. Dick Forest Foundation Military Transition Fund provides scholarships and grants so our veterans can transition to great careers following their service for this great country. Support Tech Force, support Tech Force, a charity of choice here at Cars Yeah, and its workforce development efforts for our veterans by donating at techforce.org today. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah. Yeah.